Curtis score went from 817 to 643 due to one missed payment in 20 years. Hey all, I've always been extremely diligent with making sure my credit was good. Made payments on time, number of cards, amount of debt, etc. I've had over an 800 credit score with all three bureaus for 10 plus years. Never had an issue. Due to a clerical error on my part, I missed a mortgage payment. It was on auto pay, but never noticed it and payments went through fine for the next two months. All of a sudden, my credit score nosedives from 817 to 643 overnight. And I call up the bank to figure out what happened. They tell me that I missed a payment and each month's auto payments were paying for the last month's bill. They say that they have sent me multiple notices by email. I still don't know where. I don't see them. And I filed a credit dispute with the bank based on the facts given. I also got my payments current. On one hand, I plan to pay off the mortgage in full by the end of the year, but I hate having my credit not be the immaculate score I used to be proud of. Is there anything I can do to get my score corrected? I don't know if reaching out to the credit bureaus will even help, or if not, how long will it take my score to go back to excellent? Well, the thing that people need to understand about this specific situation, you gotta really ask yourself, why do you care so much about a score that a company gives you to tell you like, hey, you do such a great job at paying other companies a loan, right? On time, right? It's basically like the problem that I have with people who like always strive for like a, a higher credit score is that they are simply so focused on basically proving their self-worth based off a number that technically just proves how good they are at paying debt on time, right? It's like, oh, you're a good enough customer to make sure that you pay us on time, right? It's almost like if Netflix gave you a score, making sure like, hey, you paid us on time, good job, right? Like that's, it's a really weird situation and you really got to ask yourself, why do you care so much, right? Now, that being said, you probably really can't do anything in this situation because, like this individual said, it's their fault, their fault, right? It's a clerical error on their part, right? So they can't really do anything to necessarily change this outcome, but they can improve their credit score because... Guess what? The only thing that you really need to do is just make certain that you have a very low utilization rate, a long track record of having on-time payments, and really that's pretty much it, right? And obviously have like not continuously closing out accounts and all that kind of stuff, right? Like there's different factors in terms of like increasing your credit score, right? But based off what this person said, the only thing that can necessarily really improve their credit score 
is really just paying on time because that is the issue that dinged them, right? But the only problem with that, since that's really the only issue that he has in terms of his credit score, it means that he has to pay that bill on time every time. Now, another way to go about doing this, right? Because some people might try to kind of artificially boost their credit score by having multiple lines of credit out there where they have multiple loans, right, from different sources to where they end up paying on time per month, right? So what I mean by this, let's say that you have one loan and you pay that on time, right? Well, that's only going to show like a history of you paying one loan on time per month, right? But if you have like 10 loans, right? That'd be 10 loans or 10 on-time payments per month. So that is technically probably a way that you could artificially boost your credit score to get to a high or score in a shorter amount of time. But the thing is, you're better pay off your house. Why would you take out more loans for just useless stuff just to boost your credit score? Like, it doesn't even make sense to go and do that, right? I'm saying that's possibly an option if for some reason you're in love with this score that basically tells you that you're a good boy or good girl and that you just love paying these companies that debt on time. You just love paying that bill on time, right? So, again, this is like, this is the thing with personal finance, right? Personal finance is, guess what? Personal, right? For the majority of people, probably shouldn't really focus too much on this. Just make sure that you make your payments on time, stop getting into debt, yada, yada, right? But... For this individual, I don't know what they're going to really want to do, right? Because if this person, for some reason, loves their credit score so much, well, when they go and pay off their house, if they have no debt, guess what's going to happen to their credit score? It's going to drop, right? Like, their credit score is going to worsen or end up basically being undetermined by the credit bureaus, right? Unless they continuously use, let's say their credit card, right? Or unless they continuously have like some sort of mortgage, right? Now they might be doing something like an investment property under a mortgage or something like that. But the thing is like, if this person ends up having no debt when they pay off their house, their credit score is literally not gonna matter, right? Because a credit score is only really good if you plan on getting more debt. Right? So if that's not the plan, if you're trying to like just make sure that you're completely debt free, why give a crap about your credit score? Like that's something to really think about, right? And a lot of people do not think about that. A lot of people don't really think about what is their long-term goal with their finances, right? Like how do I want to live every day when it comes down to my finances? So for anyone that ends up like listening to this as well, and this potentially has happened to you, ask yourself, 
Why do you care? Why do you care about your credit score if you are going to end up basically paying off your debt, right? Because if you end up paying off your debt again, your credit score is going to bomb, or it's going to basically be completely just not determined. Meaning, it's basically like you have no credit score. Now, technically, it'd be a lot better to have just no credit score than a bad credit score. Like for example, like for him right now, yeah, it's kind of a bad credit score. But at the same time, you can still technically get a loan with a six forty three credit score, right? Not to mention, you can prove to certain uh, loan companies that like, hey, this is my track record of paying things on time. This is the one like mistake that I tried to resolve. I could not resolve with the companies, but this is the only mispayment in. Ten plus years of credit history, right? You could go to a company and basically be like, "Hey, can you overlook this or help me out?" Right? But again, this is a situation that is more personal than it is necessarily financial, right? This leans more on the personal side of personal finance, right? Because It's all about what this specific individual actually wants out of their life, right? If they want to be debt free, if they want to just basically have, you know, a lot of money in the bank, a lot of money in investments, and not really care about taking out loans or getting into more debt, this should not matter. Now, if they just want to be able to have a high credit score all the time, then pretty much the only way to get a high credit score is to make sure that you always have debt. And to always make sure that you pay those debts on time, and I'm going to be speaking from experience because I know someone who has had a perfect credit score, and the only way that they could have actually gotten the perfect credit score, right, was that they had debt on the record, right, for like 20 plus years, right, and they were always paying on the debt, right, and just recently ended up paying off their debt. But guess what? They had a perfect credit score, but they were having debt all the time, right? They had literally debt nonstop for that whole time, and that's what got them that credit score. So you gotta really ask yourself, what do you want, right? Do you want to be debt free and actually have money, or do you want to always be in debt and always making payments to other companies? Because a lot of people don't even think about it in this way. Right, because yeah, you know, this is a mortgage, so no one's really going to like yell at each other for like having a mortgage. But you got to think about the compounding interest that you're actually missing out of, right? Because imagine if he was putting his mortgage payment into like an index fund or something like that to basically just grow exponentially, like in a compounding interest way, where you could get like maybe an annual rate of return between like seven to twelve percent, depending on what you invest in, right? Like. You could easily turn a mortgage payment into millions of dollars by the time that you retire, right? And a lot of people don't really think about that. Now, again, I'm not really like angry at this guy too much because it's a mortgage, right? But we could use the exact same thing when it comes down to like a car, right? Because a car is way worse, right? Like paying like a car payment just so that you have a good credit score, right? Is stupid because. It's basically working in the exact opposite direction than what you really want it to work in, right? 
you're basically paying the compounding interest for the company that sold you the car instead of you basically putting that money to work for yourself for the future to where you could get your investments to literally make more money in terms of return eventually than what you actually make per year, right? Like you can actually get to that point where you put enough money every single month towards your investments that where the compounding interest ends up turning that investment into basically a stream of income that can literally bring in more money than what you make per year. Which means that will literally get you to the point where you could technically retire at any given point due to just your investments, right? Which would be amazing. But a lot of people do not think about that, right? And you see this a lot with a lot of people who are not even making that much money where they basically get a car loan for pretty much the same or if not more than what they make per year. They completely destroyed their financial future by doing that. They completely destroyed it. And if you're someone who is listening to this or who stumbles upon this and you have a car loan, right? Just because you have like you, you want to build credit or something, right? But you have a car loan and it's the same amount of money that you make per year or more. You need to sell that vehicle, pay off that loan and get a cheap car because you are destroying the chances of having a very healthy retirement to where you're not living paycheck to paycheck. So keep that in mind. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Or if you got a personal finance question or story that you want to share or just get off your chest, go to 40inbox.com. You can literally submit or like contact us with your own personal finance question or story, and we'll try to put it into a future episode. But either way, you really got to ask yourself in these situations, what do I want out of life in terms of my finances? Because again, personal finance is guess what? Personal. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.